The revival of tourism in the Pacific is providing a much-needed boost to the regional economy as more and more island countries reopen borders closed since the start of the pandemic. The Asian Development Bank this week released a revised economic outlook predicting a growth of 4.7% in the regional economy this year, rising to 5.7% next year. Joining me is one of the report's authors, ADB Pacific economist, Kara Tinio. Bulakara, welcome on Pacific Waves. Tell us more about the latest forecast. We are now expecting the region to grow by 4.7% this year. Um, that's after contracting for two years in 2020 and 2021 due to the coronavirus pandemic. Um, and the forecast that we're expecting now, uh, the growth we're forecasting now for 2022 is a bit higher than what we had initially forecast in April, uh, which was 3.9%. So this is driven largely by um, improved visitor arrivals, especially in Fiji. They, you know, we were expecting them to grow this year, but uh, the visitor arrivals and, of course, the impact that has had on the economy, that's been much better than, than was initially expected. So that's driving a lot of this growth forecast upgrade. And then we're expecting um, a faster growth in 2023 as, you know, we're expecting uh, recovery from the pandemic next year and um, continued improvement, especially in our tourism-dependent economies now that it seems to be easier to, to keep borders open now. Obviously, Fiji, a shining example of, of how well things are going. Any other comparisons in the region in terms of, I know Samoa just opened this week, um, FSM is opening despite a COVID outbreak, yeah. and a few of the other smaller Pacific countries just sort of slowly opening, but some of them only mm-hmm. with their known destinations like New Zealand. Like, yes. how Are we seeing more of a slower sort of response in those sectors? Um, I think our, our expectations were largely that borders would reopen this year. So these reopenings that are happening, we're glad to have a timetable on it. It was more of expectations previously. So the borders are reopening this year as expected. So there isn't really much change in our forecasts for, for many of the other smaller economies. Uh, however, we do have to um, you know, point out that community transmission is that that's the bigger that's the bigger factor that's that's driven some of our growth downgrade so we're estimating small uh negative uh growth in Samoa and Tonga Tonga largely because of the impacts of the volcanic eruption and tsunami and Samoa because um they have experienced uh community uh, transmission of covid so you know they've had to lock down, and these lockdowns there they they have affected um, business activity as we've we've observed in in other countries. So um, that this is why we're expecting a similar impact in Samoa. Another unexpected um, impact was the war uh, in in Ukraine. Yes. Um. How has that um filtered down to the Pacific? Largely, the Pacific. Based on based on our research, it does not have much direct uh, trade or investment linkages with Europe or the Russian Federation or Ukraine. Uh, the impact has largely been on uh, commodity prices. So, uh, you know, 
Ukraine is a big supplier of wheat. And then the Russian Federation is very active in uh, the global fuel trades. And, you know, many Pacific economies are very dependent on uh, imported food and especially imported fuel. So the higher prices in the global market has already filtered through to the consumers, unfortunately. Um, That's because, you know, higher fuel prices have made transport costs more expensive, as well as the fuel itself being more expensive. As many of us, even here in the Philippines, we've observed at the fuel stations, at the pump price, they're very, very high. Uh, So that's been the, the main impact. And, you know, it it is amplified, particularly because so many of the Pacific economies, um, they're also very remote. So, you know, transport costs to import essentials like, you know, food and fuel and medical supplies, um, they can be quite high as a result. For, forgive me if I'm using the wrong terminology here, but sort of... um minerals commodities from the pacific mm-hmm. that are exported how are the how are the markets doing there i think there's some benefits but also some that have not benefited so well well um yeah you're right uh the the prices of mineral commodities have also increased uh and that we're looking we're expecting that to be good news for papua new guinea which i think uh is the you know, main exporter of mineral products in 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 our region. We are just awaiting, you know, updated data to see how how the export sector has fared. They they do track their earnings and the amounts that they've been able to export. So we're looking forward to seeing that. What other sort of external shocks are you sort of watching and monitoring in terms of of what could be coming in the future that might affect your um projections? Well, uh, right now, the pressing stories, of course, are the ongoing pandemic, uh, as well as the impacts of the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Uh, however, climate change, as as we all know, working in the region, it's uh, it remains a huge concern. And it, it did not stop during the pandemic. We had Cyclone Harold very early in the pandemic. And you know the the experiences with cyclone harold it illustrates that the pacific has to deal with shocks from from climate change and of course uh the disaster in tonga uh earlier this year and the the these things have helped uh really amplify the costs and the impacts of of these shocks they're you know they they combine and the cost of reconstruction rehabilitation safeguarding health um, they they go up as a result. So, uh, ADB has not stopped working, and I know that the Pacific governments have not stopped working as well to address um climate risk and disaster risk resilience. So, uh, a big part of this issue of the Pacific Economic Monitor highlights those efforts, um, on the country level to address uh specific. Concerns such as you know water security in Kiribati very important, especially at this time. And we also uh, spotlight a bit the work in ADB, the the facilities and the resources that we have available to support disaster risk and climate risk resilience in in our Pacific member countries.